Hello, happy Friday. Now, if you are anything like me, you are super busy all the time trying to do all the things. I I have a young baby. I'm a mom. I have a business. I help take care of my house and my husband. I am busy. I try to take care of myself too. And it is really hard to balance all the things and try and figure out how to do all of the all of the things all of the time every single week and not just lose my mind. If you happen to be in a similar boat, you are going to love this episode. I have Desiree Robinson on today to chat about how to stay organized and how to actually get all of the things done that you want to do in your week, especially for us moms, especially for us business moms. We have a whole lot of extra things on our plate. And so what Desiree has to share with you today is going to be really, really helpful. The things that she has it talks about are things I do personally in my business, in my life, and they are super, super helpful. So huge, huge fan of our conversation today. Uh, a little bit about Desiree. She is a homemaker, homesteader, home birther, homeschooling mom of three boys with her husband in North Carolina, and she is on a mission to help busy Christian homemaker moms create an experience of balanced, low-tox, and peaceful mom life. So if any of that sounds like you, something that you are interested in, you are going to absolutely love today's episode. So let's jump straight in. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Before we get into this amazing conversation, one more fun fact about Desiree. She is one of my students inside Affirm Foundation. We have been working together since um, January. Um, So what is that, like almost five months now? And we have been, oh my goodness, doing so many amazing things with her brand and her business. And it's so much fun inside of that program. And her and the other students, um, are making so much progress in their businesses. I can see them getting clearer on their message. They are getting more confident in the way that they show up on social media. They are sharing amazing pieces of content, building really good relationships with the people inside of their Facebook groups, um, the people that they are networking with and connecting with, and they are starting to see the impact and the income that they are really desiring from their business. We are all about putting those solid roots in so that your business can grow. Um, If you want to be part of this community of women where we do business and marketing together with um, from a faith perspective, like I like to think, (laughs) this just came to me yesterday, I like to think about this program as helping you answer the question, what would Jesus do in your business? Um, We are really just helping you approach your entire business from a faith perspective that's grounded in biblical truths, biblical roots, um, so that you know that you are doing business the way that, that God intended for you to do things. Um, fused that together with like your gifts, your talents, the skills that he has given you to use in this world. And we are creating a business that is going to thrive because you are putting all of those 
key things in place at the start so that you can build from it. If any of that sounds like something that you are desiring in your business, then I would invite you to go to sarahbeisel.com slash firmfoundation. Check out all of the information there about everything we cover in the program. And if it's the right fit and you're feeling that nudge, then I would encourage you to sign up and come work with me. I would love to see you inside this program so that like Desiree, you can work on things in your business and get that faith foundation that you need. Okay, enough talking about all of that. I'm going to hand it over to our conversation that I just had with Desiree and let her share all of the goodness with you. Well, welcome, Desiree. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I'm really excited to get into everything that we're going to be talking about. Before we get to all of that, though, I just want to ask, because you are currently a student in my Firm Foundation program, and I just want to take a second to pick your brain. What, what is it like being a student in the program? Can you share just a few thoughts that you have on that? Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. And it's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's an alarm there. I've been doing a few alarms recently. So it's been a lot of fun, actually. I have been very tested to delve deeper into storytelling, which I really tried to kind of go around that before being in your program, honestly. I uh, <laughs> I knew I needed to do storytelling, but I was like, oh, there's all this other stuff and researching marketing. And then finally came back full circle and you kind of helped me deep uh like delve deeply into it and so that's been really nice to figure out like specifically my own unique voice to things and how to not feel like feel or be salesy so yeah. that's like a weight lifted off my shoulders when it comes to the marketing especially with like the faith aspect of it like I love how you just have shared you know scripture along with, you know, how it is to just share and serve and love others. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have really enjoyed just like having that access to you to like discuss things, to chat things through because like I I can get so in my head, hence why like I have to write stuff down and all like because yeah. it just gets jumbled in my head. So having someone that has, you know, experience and knowledge in these business areas to just brainstorm back and forth with has been so so helpful oh, i'm so happy to hear that yeah because especially with content with marketing these kinds of things you often need a lot of back and forth to kind of like figure out what it is that actually works and makes sense like i remember like we were going back and forth on your i mean we're still going back and forth on your tagline but like for a good like couple days straight in a row we were just like what about this what about this let's try this this idea what's this idea let's dig into this and it was just a process. And I feel like we're, we're, we've come really like so far. I can see like the difference that you have in your messaging between even just where you started and where we are now. We're not even done yet, but like I see a huge difference and I can't wait to see what it's like, you know, like seven months from now, whenever we're like coming to the actual end of the program. Who knows how, how far along we're going to be then? I know, right? It's been really fascinating just delving into that more because I definitely feel like I have so much more clarity in those areas. Like, and it's interesting to kind of just test out different things, too, and see what feels good. And you've challenged me to do that, which I really appreciate. And I'm really liking where it's all heading. I'm feeling really good. Like, it's all kind of tying and piecing together, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And what do you say? That's <laughs> my little guy here for anyone that can't see. <laughs> He's so sweet. Um, what would you say has been like your biggest takeaway so far? If you had to like break it down to one thing 
if that's mm. possible. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was my struggle. <laughs> trying to think of like one thing. Let's see. Um, I would just say the storytelling, honestly, with the marketing. That's just been my biggest thing because um, it's allowed for all the pieces to kind of click together for me. So, yeah, yeah I, I would still think it goes along with that for sure. Storytelling is just like the best thing. Everyone needs to use it. It's honestly yeah. my favorite thing. I'm so glad that that's been something you're enjoying because, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a big advocate for storytelling, whether people yeah. like it or not. I'm kind of just pushing you into it. So, no way. Oh. Well, well, I didn't even really properly do I learned little things here and there, and you've just helped me delve into it so much further than I knew there was, mm -hmm. and it's made it a lot easier. Oh, that's so good. I love to hear that. Well, let's get into the real focus of today's episode, which is all the things that you know about. So first of all, for people that don't know, like, what is time blocking? We're going to be talking about time blocking. So let's just, like, Tell people what that actually is if they've never heard of it, or maybe they have, but they're not quite sure. Yeah, well, time blocking is really just a matter of looking at all the things that you're trying to get done in your day and putting it by the hour. So you can actually see, you know, do I actually have the time to get this done? Or you can see when you want to get it done so you're not kind of scrambling around and confused. <laughs> yeah, that's so helpful. And why? So why time blocking compared to like other methods of staying organized, right? Because everyone is always searching for like how to stay more organized, how to like be more productive, how to like make sure that they get things done in their day. And there's, you know, if you Google search it, there's like a hundred different thousands probably of different ways and different people's approaches and styles and all the things. Why is it the time blocking is the thing that at least for you has worked the best? Yeah, so I used to just do like a regular kind of planner like oh just kind of write down what I need to do and once I had kids uh because I have three kids now but even just with the first one honestly and managing a home and trying to do that well like with my stuff and my son's stuff and my husband's stuff and then we're homesteaders too and like my own business and just kind of like all those things it got overwhelming quick like yeah. So just writing stuff down was honestly terrifying. Like just looking at it scared me. <laughs> like, so that was the first reason why like my regular planner didn't work anymore. Just like go oh, write down stuff and do it when you get to it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also I had to be really intentional about my time because I didn't want to be jumping around back and forth to this or that I had to literally do like okay this makes the most sense to do now or when I have the most energy I'm going to go ahead and make sure I do these things and it really allowed me to do that when I did this flexible time blocking method and the method I do is a little bit different than your standard oh okay it's a little bit different than the standard time blocking because when I first learned it it was a bit too extreme for me, honestly. It didn't allow for the realities of life or the flexibility that I needed as somebody that's just multi-interested and like yeah. I have so different aspects to my life. And so it kind of confined me to this box that I didn't like and it didn't allow for the flexibility. And so I practice a little bit of a different method. Mm. So that was my next question that I was going to ask is like, how do you build flexibility in? So if we're kind of trying to build things by an hour, how, where does the flexibility piece fall into that? 
Yeah. So one way I'm more flexible with things is just the way that I do it. I don't do color coding, which I know a lot of people like that, but I do not. I like as simple as possible. Um, and that means no color coding for me. I simply will use like a star for when it's something that's either time sensitive or mm. like then anything like that. And that's what I know. Like I have to really, really pay attention to that. I don't really need color codes. Um, and then another way it would be adding in space, um, just adding in the space for like blank space, you know? So if you know that, okay, 7 a.m. you're having breakfast and then 9 a.m. you're going to work, you know, allowing yourself maybe at eight o'clock to have nothing in your calendar, like nothing planned so that you're actually able to be like, okay, I want to randomly research this because that's what that's what I end up randomly doing is researching mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> and yeah. then it could be, oh, I need to run an errand that just popped up or, oh, my kid just spilled everything on the floor and I need to clean it up, you know. And then just that allows for the flexibility. And then another thing I do is actually giving myself extra time. And this kind of goes into like expectations of things. Um, I will think it's going to take me a certain amount of time to do something. And it does not. So I actually, <laughs> yeah, I give myself extra time. And the two biggest areas that happens is anything dealing with kids and anything dealing with work. <laughs> so. I always give myself extra time than what I think it's going to take. And, you know, having that blank space or just like, okay, if you think it's going to take from 8 a.m. to 8.30, give yourself all the way 8 to 9, you know, to task. So you can be more flexible with it. You have this time. You're not so stressed out and worried like, oh, I can't do it all. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good point because I feel like we sometimes try and squeeze things into the smallest time that we possibly can. And there's there's a rhyme and reason to that, right? We don't want to say something's going to take four hours when really we could do it in one because there's also like a whole method of it. It's going to take the time you give it. So if you know it's only going to take an hour, give yourself just an hour. But you're right. Like if you don't know or it's something that is a little bit fuzzy where you're like, well, it could take an hour. It might take two you're right. Just give yourself that two hours. Give yourself a little bit of breathing room and make sure that you've got the time to give to it without having to then rush away and leave something unfinished. Because I feel like that's probably one of the biggest time sucks is just like all the unfinished tasks that pile up in the back of your mind. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's where it takes, of course, a little bit of discernment to be like, OK, am I taking advantage of this time? If so, then yeah, adjust your schedule. But if you're not and you're truly doing a lot of things and just really struggling or you're in a season of little kids and you're just struggling to get those things done, then yeah, I mean, give yourself that extra time. Give yourself that grace, you know? So if someone doesn't know how to time block and they're kind of thinking, mm, this, sounds like, this sounds like something I might need because my life is super chaotic. How, what's your advice for getting started? Like, what would you say your like introductory tips are for someone who's never time blocked before? Yeah. So if you've never done time blocking before, first off, doing a brain dump. So like all those things that are just swirling around in your head, write it all out on paper, get it out of your head. Like, okay, sit down. Okay. This is all the stuff I need to do today or tomorrow. And then write it out. And then after that, Go ahead and prioritize those things. So, you know, you're going to have everything from 
I don't know, let's say washing the dishes, cooking food, to going for a walk, to painting your nails and getting work done. And let's say if you're really thinking about it, is painting your nails more important than getting your work done? No. So that would be lower on the priority. (laughs) Now, if if you've been struggling with self-care for a while, then maybe that would be more of a priority. But, you know, once again, use your discernment. So you'll go ahead and prioritize those things and then you'll write it out by the hour. So you're going to write down, okay, first priority. As soon as you can do it, you're going to go ahead and put that in the time. So like, let's say work and you get up at like 6 a.m. You'll go ahead and you'll write down, okay, 6 a.m. work and then 6.30 breakfast. And then, you know, because let's say you want to take a break, get some breakfast, come back to it. And then 7 a.m., you'll do breakfast again. I mean, work again. (laughs) I'll take two breakfasts. (laughs) I like to snack, so. But yeah, and so you'll just go through the rest of your day, you know, listing out the stuff you need to get done. And you'll be able to see, like, okay, you are not having it. You're not having it. You'll be able to see, like, okay. This is the stuff that I need to get done and I can actually see when it's getting done. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like a confusion of like, oh, am I going to get this done today or should I do this or should I do that? You're wasting so much time sitting there thinking through all those things. Yeah. And so if you actually have a plan of, OK, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it at this time, you save so much time just doing And so, yeah, you'll just go through your day writing that out and you can make those adjustments I mentioned before where it comes to like, um, you know, extra space for the flexibility or paying attention to time sensitive tasks, stuff like that. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing that I noticed when I started time blocking was just like how much mental stress was taken up, not like forgetting things or not remembering what needed done or so much wasted time where I was just sat there going like, okay, what do I need to do today? When did this get done? Did I do this? When, when, like, so much time wasted, like, just being able to plan it out on paper and go, I'm going to do this task on this day, this task on this day at this time. And it's, it, it, it's amazing. You don't think it's going to save you a ton of time when you're getting started. But as you go through it and you do it more, you're like, wow, there's like a lot of time you just waste thinking about things that need to be done, that don't need to be thought about. Just put it on a piece of paper. Yeah. And even if you're like out and about or something, an idea comes to your mind, you can just put it in your notepad and then. You know, some people like to do digital. Some people like to do physical. I'm typically a physical person. So like I'm going to write it down in my physical planner. So when I'm out and about and if something comes up or I think of an idea, I do use Trello. I also have like acuity scheduling. Mm. But like if it's not something that I'm plugging directly in there, then I'm going to go ahead and just put it in my notes pad. And I know that, you know, when I get home or to a point to where it's like, okay, I have time to write this down, then I'm going to go and write it down. So you don't feel like all this, you know, stress over, oh, I have to do it right now. And you're like, no, I just want to sit here and play with my babies while we're out having lunch, you know, and that allows to really help for that, like mom guilt that our society has of like, oh, you know, I have to work or I have to pick the kid. And it's like, no, you can figure out a way to balance both. Yeah. Like that's something that I noticed for myself, too. It's it's really helped me distinguish between. Like when is mom time where I'm with my baby, I'm, you know, feeding him or playing or we're going on an outing and when is work time and being able to like separate those things and not feel guilty when doing either 
because it's, it's kind of like I would I would be like working like a man. I mean, some a lot of times I work when he's sleeping, but, you know, like right now, you know, my husband's with him. And I'm like, oh, you know, I could be over there like feeding him, playing with him. And it's like, no, that's OK. This is the designated time to do some work. My husband's got it. And other times of the day, you know, I'm playing with him. It's like, man, I really need to do some work right now. So it's like, no, having that time blocking and just scheduling it out kind of gives you the confidence to know I've got the time to do the mom things that I want to do that are important to me. I've also got the time to do work every single day. So I know that I'm building my business. I'm doing the things that need to get done. I'm not neglecting my clients. I'm not forgetting things. It's all there. And yeah. Yeah, like that, it really helps with that feeling of guilt either direction that we feel sometimes where it's like I'm doing too much of one thing or the other. Like, no, you can balance it all. You can. You can do it all. You just have it, to prioritize it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like choosing what are your priorities. You know, we have the choice mm-hmm. to choose that and it's going to look a little different to us and that's OK. But it, it is interesting that you do have to kind of stick to that boundary once you've given it. Yeah. And that's kind of where the self-discipline comes in. But it is helpful, like you said, reminding yourself, no, I'm doing this right now. I have that time planned already for later. So yeah, it's OK. And, you know, if you have the flexibility in there, if something comes up and, you know, your kid walks in and does something super adorable and, you know, you have that little wiggle room of time, you Mm -hmm. can stop and take a moment to admire that, you know. So there's both sides to that to where you could really enjoy it, too. I love it. Yeah. Flexible time blocking. I love that approach to it of like building the structure, anchoring your day around the things that need to get done at specific times and then building in the buffer, the extra time here and there, the blank space, as you're saying, to just make sure that you've got the moments where you can do something and like on the fly or you can take a little longer to do something or go a little slower or get some extra work done if you suddenly find yourself with a spare 30 minutes that you didn't think that you had. I love that approach. That's so good. Don't have to just do nothing. I mean, if you want to, if you want to just rest, you can. But if you want to go and play with the kids outside, you can. Or if you want to, yeah, get extra work done, you can. Like once you've got the have to do stuff done, you have more room without the stress of like you have room to do what you know you want to do without the stress of oh, I I, I have to go and do this. I should be doing this. <laughs> you know, shoulds the should be's. Those are the killers, aren't they? <laughs> I should be doing this. Oh. Well, where can people come connect with you if they want to learn more about like the way that you do time blocking? They want to learn about how to implement this for themselves, all the things like where can they come find you? Yeah, well, I have the Holistic Lifestyle podcast. I also have a Facebook community called Unprocessed Mama, and we do challenges and events and Bible studies on there. Um, I also have a stress-free cleaning schedule that I can share the link with you. You can download that and get all the tips from my newsletter as well. Amazing. We'll get all of those links in the show notes so that people don't have to search. We can just dump them right there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this. This has been like so, so great to just go through this with you. You break it down in such a simple way and I love it. I'm glad. Thank you so much for having me. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.